Welcome to Vintage Burn, and this is the Metal Mysteries podcast portion where we talk about everything mystical and possibly fake, and I have a cold. (laughs) (laughs) This is really is not how I normally talk, but it sounds good, so we're going to stick with it tonight on this fine Saturday evening. This podcast brought to you by Musinex. <laughs> six hundred milligram. Take, Every six hours or so. Take your six hour Musinex, or you'll sound like this permanently. We are going to cover something mystical, magical, and probably fake in the world of metal. Uh, I guess we should cite the site because we can't really take credit for where we found this information, but. In this portion of Metal Mysteries, we're going to refer to the website metimeforthemind.com where I found 10 times death and murders were blamed on metal music. Number one, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker who finds inspiration in an ACDC song between... April 1984 and August of 1985, Richard Ramirez unleashed a total of 13 murders across the state of California. He was labeled as the Night Stalker by the media in the months leading up to his capture, but when he accidentally left his ACDC hat at the scene of his horrific crimes, a link with metal music was quickly pounded upon by newspapers in news stations alike. Ramirez fueled his speculation that heavy metal music was to blame for the crimes that he would eventually be sentenced to death for. When he was sentenced to quite uh, clearly in the trial, he had found inspiration from ACDC songs like Night Prowler. Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The Bon Scott stuff. The speculation was not followed up in any serious way, but Ramirez claimed that it certainly helped the fans flame and so-called satanic panic that gripped the decade, uh, particularly in America. Of course, we like to take things seriously here in America compared to Europe. Of course. uh, Which increasingly saw heavy metal as being responsible for everything that's wrong with the world. Yeah, metal was a scapegoat for a long time. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure a lot of other cases will come up during this, but yeah, it was definitely a scapegoat, at least through the, like, Early 90s. Yeah, it was like, oh, something's weird. Someone wasn't happy with their life and they killed themselves. Wow. It, it must be It must be metal. Because yeah. they, they owned an ACDC hat or an Ozzy <laughs> yeah. Osbourne shirt or an Ozzy Osbourne album. Yeah. Bon Scott, though, his voice, even before... Like, I get it. Made people want to kill themselves? No, it's no, just... Are you kidding me? His voice... JK, LOL. His yeah. voice in the 70s. You don't have to joke. If you don't like it, you don't like it. No, yeah. I, I'm just... I'm just busting it is what it is. Like, yeah. did, did you not like Bon Scott? No, I, I do. I, I like ACDC, but so, there's certain figures in my past that have burned them out. No, understood. It's called, it's called WAAF and WBCN. Well, yeah, and, like... And every probably person around you. Well, yeah, the mainstream songs, for sure. Maybe, yeah. if, if I listen to like um, some of like the B-sides or some of the shit that's maybe not so non-stream, I'd be way more about Come them. Oh man, the best song they ever wrote was uh, Highwood Hell. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's like, interesting. <laughs> Dude, Dude <laughs> Stiff Upper Lip, you, Stiff Upper Lip, though, was an amazing um, live album. Really? No, it's not a live album, is it? All right. Isn't that a regular album? You talk about like... Uh, Stiff Upper Lip is like newer. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah, new. No, no, no. Right. Well, like after like... You're talking like Brian Johnson. What's the one that was in the 80s that was live album? So stiff upper lip? No, no it was, uh, stiff upper I know it was ACDC Live. Stiff upper loop was a loop. Stiff upper lip was an album that's yeah. in the early two thousands with Brian Johnson. Yeah, maybe late nineties. Black Guys too. Yeah, but are you still talking about? We're cornering you right now. Are you talking about ACDC Live? Are you yeah. talking about Bon Scott? Error? I thought so. Oh, Jailbreak. Dude, you gotta no, go no, back. It. You gotta jailbreak. go back. Jailbreak was a demo. Dude, jailbreak was seventy four. Yeah, that was a demo. Back. And then when did when did Bon Scott die? Uh, 79, I think. Yeah. And I, I'm just Dude, saying, because, I don't mind yeah, because maybe the, um, 80. 
Back in Black, Back in Black came out in like eighty eighty one. So, dude, you, Bon Scott was all pre nineteen eighty. Dude, just listen to Let There Be Rock. The album Let There Be Rock. The, Let There Be Rock. The cover they did of Onslaught? Is that the... Well, that's what... Yeah, that one. <laughs> but also has a whole lot of Rosie on it. Oh, Omen did a cover of that one. Yeah. Well, they get covered a lot, apparently. So, yeah, they do. Doug just needs to do some research. Look, as far as the death goes, man, that's crazy. Just because the guy had a ACDC hat. Did it say that he actually cited it? Like Richard Ramirez or whatever used it as an excuse? Did it say that? Uh, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> but yeah, it's bullshit. All this shit's bullshit. Yeah, that's all. It's all the blame game. But it's cool. It's cool. It's yeah. six stories, though. But it's all blame game. What are you looking for? The live album? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Doug's going back now. ACDC Live came out after like Thunderstruck. Like Doug is going Edge. down a black hole. He's going down a, a fucking rabbit hole right yeah, now. Right, yeah. right after the Razor's Edge, ACDC Live came out. So I had like Thunderstruck, Money Talks, and everything before that. But it's it's definitely Brian Johnson. That's the only album I could think of. That's I just album. thought there was like an older. When I think of Brian Johnson, though, unfortunately, I just think of the guy from the uh, what are those like cheddar fries you could get? Andy in... Cap. No, yeah, with the, with the cap. <laughs> yeah, Andy Cap. Andy Cap. You oh, could do... hot fries. Hot cheddar... fries. Yeah, hot I fries. I just think of him like. You want some hot fries? You want cheddar? You want the yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> and actually, I do want all. I, I do want all of those things. Do you want the cheddar cheese? <laughs> I got hot sauce in your place. <laughs> Welcome to the drunken podcast. You as we do once in a while. You're a fat kid and a cheese yeah. rock. Yeah. You <laughs> cheese rock. Cheese rock. All right. Uh, number two. Judas Priest versus James Lance. This is an interesting story. In 1990, British heavy metal veterans, even back then, Judas Priest, following the attempted double suicide of 20-year-old James Vance and 19-year-old Ray Belknap in Reno, Nevada, were implicated as being the catalyst for the pair's actions and brought before a U.S. court. While Belknap died instantly of gunshots, Vance survived. He was left severely disfigured and eventually did take his own life three years after the incident was overdosing on painkillers. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. I shouldn't laugh, but it's kind of, uh, you know, painkiller. Yeah. Oh, painkiller. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, you get me. Uh, the prosecution argued that through subliminal messaging, the phrase, do it, was inserted in the song, Better By You, Better Than Me. That's fucking sad. I don't even get it, because I love that song. And that is that the trigger was for the young men to shoot themselves. I really? don't get it. I've listened to that song a million times, and I never thought about fucking killing myself. Right. I just thought it was a great song. And, it, I, th- and I think that's what it's really going to come down to with, I know the Aussie thing has to come up eventually. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what it, we're going to say it's the same exact to, yeah. thing. You know what I mean? But it's... It's just all an excuse. As you say that, Rob Helford said the same thing, but Ozzy also offered a similar response from Ozzy Osbourne several years earlier in that if the band was to put subliminal messaging in their songs, rather than asking for people to kill themselves, they would ask them to buy more of their fucking records. Mm. (laughs) Look, their lyrics. The fact of the matter is that if you take the lyrics uh, seriously, I mean, one way or another, then that's your problem. I don't, I can't understand. It's like a movie. Look, man, it's like any entertainment. Right. It, I mean, you, it's entertainment. I, and I'm gonna bring hip hop, and I know you guys don't really do the hip hop, but they all talk about shooting each other. It doesn't mean I'm gonna go out and shoot people. I've listened to hip hop, like '90s hip hop, my whole life. Have I shot anybody? No. That we know of. Questionable. That you know. Of. It's questionable. It is questionable. But no, I have not shot a person. Hip hip hop, hip hip hop, hip hip hop, hip hop. Hip hop. But no, but it's just an example. That's all I'm using. I mean, it's just ridiculous to, well, to blame something like that on music. It's just ridiculous. So it's true, man. It's like you're it's saying like, who's to blame then? Yeah, well, who's that's, to blame? That's what this all makes me think of. Is that song, dude? Is that's who's why, to blame. I just, dude. Yeah, uh, Save Right. When did um, um, the American Way come out? I'd say ninety four. No, ninety one. I'd say ninety one. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Because, 
I think Ignorance was 87 or something, wasn't it? So it had to have been like 90. But there was a good... Yeah, so it was within that four years. I remember it was in Ocino Man. Um, Amer- the American, American Way, Way the was video. The video. Yeah, yeah, the music video, yeah. I mean, it's like if Sully Erna... He, I mean, he put a Godsmack 2 on his belly button. But does that mean that everybody else is going to go out and get a Godsmack tattoo? <laughs> well... Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I don't know how you can... Doug, what did so, you say? What did you say? I hope everybody out there... <laughs> I hope that all my friends in high school that got Godsmack tattoos are, tattoos are doing okay now. I hope all our friends with Godsmack tattoos are out there doing all right. That includes myself. <laughs> so you you remember... Uh, I'm Sacred, doing all right. Thank Sacred you. Sacred Reich, Who's the Blame lyrics, right? Yeah. And it's funny because they mention oh, Ozzy and Judas Priest in said lyrics. <laughs> They do, yeah, yeah, because that's what they're talking about. The whole song's about this. The, the whole song, yeah. So Sacred Reich put out a song, and I want to say early 90s, called Who's to Blame Off the American Way. And the whole thing was, thank you, sir, was pretty much debunking the whole... Uh, oh, metal, you guys are going to be hammered off of metal bl- Miller Lights. Dude, this is like 4%. You're going to be shitting yourselves tonight. I know it. Yeah, I'll be shitting myself in the morning, yeah. <laughs> who's to blame? <laughs> who's, who's to blame It's Miller Light? <laughs> Actually, I shit myself worse when I... Drink that shit. We digress. But anyway, if I could just read the first opening lyrics from Who's to Blame? Because it hits exactly the head on the nail. So, Johnny, can you hear me? Turn that music down. He's you're, one-eyeing it. I am one-eyeing it. That's you want me to read it? I'm not one-eyeing. Yeah, All if right. you're not one-eyeing it. I got it. Johnny, can you hear me? Turn that music down. You're making too much noise. I mean to do it now. All that stuff is evil. Ozzy, Judas, Priest. This backward message in that stuff that leads you to the beast. Very good, man. Johnny, don't you hear me? Open up that door. I've been calling you for hours. I won't say it anymore. Just wait until your dad gets home and see what you have done. Kicked out of school. You've got no job, you useless delinquent bum. Oh, my God. It's Johnny hanging by his neck. All those metal albums have led him to his death. Yeah. Now it's time for parents to open their ears and listen. Maybe it's too late to see what you've been missing. Music is no cause of death. It's you that suffocates. If you had opened your eyes and ears, you'd see it was just a blank. Whoa. So, Isn't that I mean, and it goes on, but that that's basically like what I was getting at. It, it, and that's that was kind of Sacred Reich, who's been very political throughout their whole musical career, kind of debunking, like, you have to be fucked up in the head or depressed or have some kind of imbalance or whatever... Before listening to metal, it's not metal it's true. itself. It's you blame you blame your children for their musical style, but it's really the parents that are to blame because they're not listening to their children. Yeah, right. It's like my parents; like they let me get uh, so deep, man. right? And then like 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 uh, for an example, see, my parents were really good with me. Like at nine, eight nine years old, I had the "fuck you" demo from Overkill, or the "fuck you" EP, I should say, not demo. But it has a big middle finger on it. My uncle saw it; he wanted to take it away from me. My parents were like whatever; it's just music. It's music. Who it's cares? A, it's freedom of expression. You know, it is what it is. I mean, it, 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 and it's just like they never suffocated me with that shit. That you know, and, and that's it was great. Luckily, my parents, and I think your parents as yeah, well. Yeah, my mom was good with that. That's why my my first record I purchased, and I still say to this day, I, I went to Discland in Waltham on Moody oh, Street. Jesus my Christ. mom's like, "What's the first record you want to buy?" I'm like, I walked into the store. Now at that point, I was already listening. I was influenced by her shit, so I was listening to Black Sabbath. Uh, Leonard Skinner, uh, Led Zeppelin, and she li- she listened. She definitely listened. To it. At that point, it was dude. I was like sold on that record. I know you guys will laugh, but so down the they already came up by now. <laughs> oh no no no! <laughs> but I definitely I hate to say it, but it was Def Leppard. Def Leppard was big. Which I mean, album? Hysteria. Oh, hysteric pyromania and definitely uh, yeah, py- yeah, pyromania is a still and, cool record. It is, but but it's definitely know, flowing into. And I don't care. Happens. I still don't care. Kevin, I still love. It's not your fault. We I know t- you still can love, you love that album. I know. No, we can talk about this. Hey, no, I don't need to talk about it. It's great. <laughs> your opinion's your opinion, man. If you like it, you like it. I just it's don't cool. know it. I'm busting apple bags, but I just don't know it enough. It's it's terrible. But when I walked into a record store when I was a kid, you know, being a little kid, the first record I looked at, of course, the first thing I saw was two chicks making out on a cover. I had no idea what typo negative sounded like, and I, I purchased Bloody Kisses. That was the first album I purchased with my own money. CD or tape? Tape. 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 Well, do you Bloody remember Kisses. What you, do you remember what your first album was? You know what it was. I forget. One guess. Probably Metallica, Kill em All or something. Nope. Offspring Salt, Smash. Salt, oh, okay. Salt and Pepper. So Offspring <laughs> Smash with your own money was your first album. 
Um, that was the first. I had that on tape too. That was the first tape I bought. Okay, it was uh, that. But with your own money, I'm talking. With my own money, like Gotta maybe keep them separated. Eight, nine. Ooh. When I came out, ninety four. That was the first one I bought with my own money. Yeah. Okay. I remember like Great a year or two record, later, man. I ended up getting like Creator, Megadeth, Rust in Peace, and then the CD age began. You know, you know what got me into Megadeth? It's really funny, but it was uh, uh, Chris Mosier. There you go. He showed me the first fucking cassette because. I was, that's when I showed I had the uh, the uh, it was like the Black Sabbath tribute album and he was just like oh yeah Megadeth's Nativity on that and Black. Nativity and Black and they did and Paranoid he, and yeah. he was just like hey he was like dude you gotta check out this tape and he was the one that showed me that first fucking record I had man. that man I, yeah, bought that, I bought that the day it came out he showed me P-Cells and I was like I even said to him on the back because the first thing I turned it over and how glam they looked on the back of P-Cells dude, and I was like pretty. dude they look fucking weird I'm like nah they're not rock enough you know I was like I don't know these guys are not cool no, enough they probably don't sound like flaw or disturbed that, no but that was before that that was before what, this that before? this is talking yeah early oh, early 90s before this that, way yeah. before early he was listening to that shit in like ninth grade it's no you gotta like remember we off. were this is probably like no, you're we right. were eight but I, I was thinking old... you guys yeah, I forget you guys are like four years early and he went something. he went through the Limp Biscuit phase hard I did I went Limp Biscuit uh, Deftones in the house y'all three dollar bill y'all <laughs> three dollar bill y'all that was like Kevin Lewis jumpsuit in Maine. so from 99 to like 2003 I did I went through that hard because that was a, those were yeah. shitty fucking years my cousin dude. Kevin did it must be a Kevin thing <laughs> Kev, I love you, man. Just call me if you ever need to talk about he it. He came back from Literally. California and he fucking thought Limp Bizkit was like the kings of the world. No, I remember then, they, then Faith came out like six months later. And Kev, like we gotta up. we gotta talk. It's all right. Sometimes if we we just need to call each other and remind ourselves that we were wrong. Both kind of douchebags. Too. Hashtag Kev. That's a Kev. Douche we're all douchebags. Yeah, we are a couple douches. I don't think I've ever met a Kev that has been like some kind of douchey. Oh, sorry, Dick. <laughs> yeah, I get it. No, I I get it. It's yeah, like, yeah. I understand it. <laughs> Every time I meet a new Kevin, I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta, I gotta stick my chest out a couple more inches. Like Kevin Flamingo gonna... tonight. They're like, oh, you have a Kevin too. We have a Kevin. I'm like, who's Kevin? Your husband? No, no, it's the Flamingo outside. They made a fucking metal that we want to steal. I'm like, really? Oh, is that what you guys were talking about? Yeah, there was a metal flamingo. A metal flamingo. Do you look better than me? Um, it, it has chest perked out a little <laughs> bit. But I'm like, could you? Is I'm like, is it? Attached to the ground, they're like, No, we can lift it up. I'm like, Well, what the fuck? I'm like, But there's cameras, I'm like, In the inside, or did oh. you see them on the outside? They could be fake cameras. I blame so many people for my ego. I could go back in time. All right, number three. That's why we're working We might only have to do five. I don't know if we have time for ten. We have like a four hour. Well, we, I know we did two of them for a fact, so we'll see. Number three, go ahead, bro. Parents of Elise Pollard take Slayer to court. Oh. Not once. But, but twice! Uh, That's right. In 1996, thrash metal giant Slayer were sued by the parents of Elise Paler. I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. Who cares? Paler, Paler, Paler. We're going to call her Impaler. Elise Impaler, who claimed that the band's lyrics had res- had been responsible for her daughter's murder by three of their fans. 15-year-old Elise had been drugged, raped, brutally beaten, strangled, and stabbed by way of sacrifice to the devil. It was claimed that the song's post-mortem in Dead Dead Skin Skin Mask had outlined the instructions on how to carry out the vicious attack. That is just fucking ass. Well, I mean, Dead Dead Skin Mask is definitely about Ed Gain. Yeah, but there's no directions. No, no, of course, but I'm just saying it's it's definitely like... uh, I mean, I'm not defending it, but I'm just saying it's about a serial killer, so I understand that part. You know, of them like suing for that. Yeah, I guess. But come but that's on. it. No, no, it's far fetched. Don't get me wrong. Go, I'm not trying back to say to, it's like not... who's to blame. It's like uh, right. They're not saying take this woman, drug this woman. You know what I mean? No, no, they're, no, they're, no. They're telling us the they're story, obviously you know? fucking crazy. Yeah, that, 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 right. That's what, but what I'm saying is once again, Slayer has become a scapegoat in said situation. Let me rephrase. That's why I can understand them using that song as the example. Yeah, I can understand that. I'm not sure about postmortem. I I don't know the lyrics offhand to that, but Dead Skin Mask, I know the lyrics. I, I don't. I don't well. see po- definitely Dead Dead Skin Mask, but postmortem, right. I don't really see. But that's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like I told, I've been saying it the whole time. I think it's, this is all bullshit to me. People are crazy, yeah. and they find catalysts to be able to. But I can see that song being used yeah. their scapegoats, man. Yeah. Scapegoats as the reasons to commit their heinous acts. Number four, Aussie, not anus, heinous. Mm. Ozzy Osbourne 
and the suicide of John McCollum. This is the get the gun one. Right? Take the gun. Get the gun. Get the gun. Shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah, On January 12th, 1986, a lawsuit against former Black Sabbath frontman and heavy metal artist Ozzy Osbourne was filed by the parents of John McCollum, who, after listening to the song Suicide Solution, was filed by the parents of John McCollum. I just repeated myself. That's okay. It happened. <laughs> we I didn't drinking. even catch it. Yeah, that's well, like, fine. So I don't, no one listens anyway. So yeah, basically because of, <laughs> <laughs> so between the three of them, we got like we got like four listeners. That's alright. Yeah, we yeah. got it. Don't thanks, worry. Thanks, guys. Well, because go. of Thank the song you. "Suicide Solution," uh, he he basically shot himself. Uh, the prosecution tried to claim that there was a satanic backwards message in the song. Uh, just before the lead solo, if you listen to it intently, you can hear, get the gun. Shoot, 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 shoot. But it's not backwards, though. That's shoot, played shoot, forwards. <laughs> That's like, in just you can hear something. Well, it's not backwards. long story short is, the case was ultimately dismissed, with Ozzy stating that although there was a vocal effect in the mix during the part of the song, there was no backwards message. After all, he quipped years later, and don't blame me, documentary. Um, I'm a performer, so I don't get, un- I don't understand why my all of my audience isn't dead yet. If my my lyrics were about <laughs> killing my fans, right? That's actually a good point. I and mean, that's, and that's the thing. And I know the the one that's gonna like not gonna be on here uh, is a sick of it all one, which is a hardcore band, uh, where a guy in a sick of it all shirt in London. Brutally beat some guy because he was wearing a sick of it all shirt. They threw the band under the bus, and they also, you know, were under a little controversy at one time. And you can read about it; you can look it up. But it's just like because the guy was wearing a sick of it all shirt at the time that he did it. Now it's all of a sudden the band's fault. How's it the band's fault? Oh, oh, oh! He was wearing a shirt when yes, he beat the guy. when he beat the fucking shit not out the of guy him. who was no 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 no, 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 was, no, no okay no. the guy that beat the guy had a sick of it all shirt. Dude, that's just circumstantial. I hate right, to say right exactly. Right now I'm wearing blood incantation. If I killed Kevin. All of a sudden, is it their fault? Right. No, it's like, no, it's just no, fucking... No. It's just you killed him because Kevin's Kevin. What was that? You said... <laughs> you said... <laughs> you heard me. Go ahead no, and read you, it. You, you tell me what I said. No, I know what you said. I mean, I know the band is blind, blood incantation. Blood incantation. You, you heard me. You said you were like... I, the band is blood incantation. That kind of sound that way. I, I yeah, agree. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's all right. It I, looks like that. I'm just reading how it... I'm just... Reading it how it looks. Number five, Marilyn Manson influences Columbine High School shootings. And that was actually like our prime high school time. Yep, me too. Or like right after. Do you remember where you were when Columbine happened? I know exactly where you were. Do you remember when you were in a shitty rock band (laughs) back in... I've never seen Marco look like a little girl (laughs) under his shirt. Wow. I got him jammed up. Was that good? That was good, right? That was awesome. I'm sorry, go on. Get going. Do you remember a little band okay. called Rochambeau that you had? Yeah. With um, I do. I don't remember who was in it. Yeah. There was a Brian someone and Brian, uh, Brian Higgins and uh, Joe Thibodeau. Yeah. And, and there's uh, one more. Matt. Matt. Matt something. Yeah. I'd give a fuck. Anyway, I, I remember the one time I went to hang out after school. Yeah. For Rochambeau band practice and just happened to be fucking the Columbine shootings. I remember sitting there. Really? I'm like, wow, this is awkward. I don't like this music, but I like Kevin. <laughs> I like this with the people. But like the news is on, so I'm gonna sit here and watch this fucking it was it was the day of Columbine shooting. It was wow, just dude, I don't And I don't that. know I don't know why that just like was burned in my fucking head. Same with like nine eleven. Like it was just like burned in my head like Wow. I would never have remembered that otherwise, except for that one instance. I remember just watching the news, sitting there on the couch in some weird room that I've never been in. For a Rochambeau oh, band shit, practice. Dude. No, you know what? That's right. And I don't remember that. That's fucked up. It's just one of it's those. It's just one of those moments in time. But but that's a big moment in time. I'm yeah. Glad you remember because I don't. I mean, nine, what was that? Ninety nine. I don't recall where I was. It was no, just, it was before that. I think. Maybe ninety eight. It was. That, it was. Uh, I was gonna guess like ninety seven. No, sure. it was just the twentieth um, anniversary of thirty. No, twentieth anniversary because that chicken was it. Yeah. There was I a, remember the terrorist attacks. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. 9-11. 9-11. Yeah. I, remember. Well, I remember exactly where it was 9-11. All right, sorry, hold on. Yeah, you're right. It happened it was literally like... 420. Yeah, 99. 99, yeah. Yep. It was literally 20 years ago. It was 20, yeah. 20 years ago... And on the nose. April 9th. Yeah. I mean, uh, 19... Uh, 20th. So literally like 
13 days ago or something yeah. like that. 14 days ago. Well, but um, so I just remember there, there was a broad in the news that tons have changed. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lady in the news that uh, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. She 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 was obsessed with now. she was obsessed yeah, with Columbine show again. Yeah, no it's music, man. On the twentieth of April, nineteen ninety nine, senior student Eric Harris and Dylan blah, 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 gunned down twelve fellow students and one teacher at Columbine High School. Trenchcoat mafia, man. Yeah, before committing suicide around forty minutes after killing their uh, their killing spree began. So we had one kid I do remember in high school. I forget his name, and we probably shouldn't mention it on the podcast anyway. Was and his first I, name I, Mark? I don't think so. But I do want to say that... Uh, you had a list? Regrettably, I I probably shouldn't have mentioned my high school girlfriend's name, but that's all right. I'm pretty sure I can get her consent anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Wait, did you say last name? Much love. Oh, he said the it's whole It's all past. Yeah, I said the whole name. Doesn't matter. <laughs> much love. You know, it's all good. Uh, yeah, so there was a kid in high school. I can't remember who he was. But he was one kid that had a trench coat, and I remember him getting a lot of shit for it. He he had he had been wearing a trench coat prior to all of this. Like before this went down, he was always wearing a. He was just like that kid. He always had a fucking trench coat. And, and then that, I had one of those. And then after coat. after the Columbine, it was like you can't wear a trench coat. We're afraid you're gonna shoot up the school. And it was like the kid was like, I fucking wore this trench coat before all this shit happened. That's what drives me shit house. He was Dude, this tall, scrawny fuck. Was this um middle school? Uh we were younger. He was older. Oh, you're are you talking about fucking Teddy with a top hat? Probably. His dad was a politician, a very prominent politician. It doesn't the matter. Thing. The pro the point is like he, I know he exactly what you're talking about. Chi- he was strange. He was goth. He, he was goth. He wasn't terrorist. He was just But goth. he was already like that. Yeah. And then when that happened it was like terrorists. Yeah, all you're all a sudden went terrorist. from being goth and edgy to fucking all of a sudden like, Columbine. Oh, fucking he's edgy. gonna be the next Columbine Waltham dude, Columbine. He's I'm like, pretty sure he's uh, a politician now in Waltham. Probably. His dad still is and he's like the nicest dude you'll ever fucking meet. And, and that's he was a super crazy. nice weird dude. Yeah. Just like super yeah. He was like steampunk before steampunk was but cool that's and how goth it is. when it was yeah. that's that's just how it rolls because people I, are fucking wh- idiots. I I one hundred percent know who you're talking. The about. people you needed to watch out for back in the day were the ones wearing Abercrombie and fucking metal ball necklaces. All right, those were the ones you needed to watch out. I for. only had like two of those. Okay, <laughs> I had the tweed one with the beads because I like the way it smelled. Number six, the West Memphis Three. Hmm. All right, this sounds cool. They all look like fucking hillbillies. Nineteen ninety four, Damon Eccles, Jesse Miskelly Jr. And Jason Baldwin, Girl. otherwise known in the media as the West Memphis Thray, were found guilty of murder of Thray young children who, according to the trial, had been killed as part of a satanic ritual. Eccles was sentenced to death. Baldwin and Miss Kelly were given lengthy jail terms before new DNA evidence in 2010, much campaigning, saw them released. After entering into an Alfred plea, the fuck does that have to do with metal? No Just because I mean, all this, this basically too. prevents the men from suing the court despite the innocence. The evidence against ah, them we was weak, to say the least. It appears that it had been a long, it had been their long hair, black heavy yeah. metal T-shirts that they wore, and likely for bands such as Metallica, Megadeth. They put the spotlight on them. Ultimately, led to their conviction. Well, that sounds like a bunch of uh, crazy bullshit. But look, the dude on the right—is that the dude from fucking? Um, look at that the hair, though. Look at that mullet. It's awesome. You can't see this Ooh. right now, but it looks like he looks like a young Gar. No, he looks like he looks like a young Gar meets um, basically Ted. Is it Bill? No, Bill. It might be. Is it Bill or Ted? Bill, I would say. Bill. Looks like Ted Bill. is Keanu yeah. Reeves, so Bill. He looks yeah. like Bill in the actual character, so he looks like the dude with if, longer hair. Though. If you're thinking of Lost Boys, he looks like Bill from Lost Boys. Oh shit! Good, good fucking catch. Good call, he does. Huh? He looks like yeah. Bill in Lost Boys. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that has nothing to do with metal aside. They wore some shirts. I mean, it, it whatever. Once again, again, the again looking for anything. It's, to cir- it's circumstantial. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Both of you make me uncomfortable. Yeah, we're both wearing metal shirts. Good, that's what I want to do. Usually, I'm I'm fucking. I'm uncomfortable. 
Normally I go to a place and I have a fucking up, yep. inverted cross on my back like a Number seven, Per Ingve Olin. Yeah. Better known as dead, committed suicide. If you didn't listen to our last podcast, then you wouldn't fucking know what's going on. Don't if you sh- did listen to our last podcast, then you know what the fuck is up. So on the 8th of April, 1991, Ingve Olin, better known as dead, slit both of his wrists, slit his throat, and sometime shortly after that, shot himself through the head. It was a tragedy. And visceral. And, and very, very visceral. And very visceral. The death of the vocalist <laughs> and frontman with the Norwegian black metal band Mayhem took the whole genre down a road not walked before. Funny for the guy from Sweden, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very visceral. Take, take yeah. easy the road. And this is one of those ones, honestly, we've talked about it before. Why don't you just listen to our old podcasts? Listen to Lords of Chaos. Yeah, listen to our old mes- Metal Mysteries. It's there. It'll yeah. be stupid. It's there. We can skip this one. You just gotta go back skip and it. listen. You gotta go back. There's a lot go involved back. and we've talked about it before. But number go. eight's Varg kills Euronymous. Which but we also a- talked about. According to Varg, um, what would you do if somebody told you they would tie you to a tree and kill you? You would kill them too. Okay? Yeah, I so I'm not in. I'm German. He is. No. Yeah. No. I'm innocent. I'm so innocent. You're you got to listen to the last podcast for that too. We're not going to give it to you. This isn't like a. You're not going to just fucking get all of these things. You got to earn it. Yeah, you got to get your fucking top. Listener badge or whatever they call it exactly. on the Facebook. You want a badge? You gotta fucking earn that shit. Denise Batson, you already have your badge. It's you Denise Batson it. is going to be above and beyond. She might even be wearing. She might even be painting her face tonight like a like a corpse. She got the corpse <laughs> yeah, paint she, going for Saturday night. Hundred percent. I told her. I I'm can like, hear it like it's. She's listening to the Bee Gees. Like, is it Bee Gees? I don't know. It's Ladies Night and I feel like. But no. she's like doing the corpse paint while she, she's doing she's it. into that weird. If, if you type in like zombie porn, it's her. It's it's a it's another, It's a whole other wormhole. That I'm I did that about. once. Yeah, I did that once. Yeah, she's yeah. the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Once, <laughs> once at once, literally once. That was enough. At once, number nine. Maybe. <laughs> nine. I won't disclose my location. Nine. Mon Hams. I can't even make that name. The, the his, I'm pretty sure the first name is Morn. Yeah, the last Morn. name is Harms. It's okay. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's Morn Harms. Harms. Yeah, Morn Looks Harms. Right. I can't make this shit up. Morn, Morn Harms kills classmates because of Slipknot. This is recent too. See, this, this is one I don't know about. Dog. Yeah, this is. We don't know this. Let's get the description. What's up? <laughs> All right. So on August 17th of 2008, Morn Harms killed classmates and workers at Nick. Dereich Technical School in Krupsdrop, West South Africa. Really? It's fucked up. Using a Samari sword and dressed as that g- guy from Slipknot. Which one is nine of them? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. They're not very descriptive. Many uh, community groups and student organizations stated that the Slipknot uh, was a bad satanic music uh, genre and that it was the band's satanic influence that made the, uh, Harms commit his horrendous crime the band themselves refused to comment on the incident uh someone who did someone who did though was senior superintendent uh, who gives a fuck um who, who worked on the case and group shops police uh who disregarded such notings stating whenever there's a murder people jump to the conclusions and always god or satan told the uh, the killers to do it, that's which they're not a, wrong. That, that's a smart guy, right yeah. there. Yeah, at least the police. Yeah, are wow, smart. someone's someone. Yeah. Fucking these notions shouldn't be taken seriously because it is straightforward. Someone or someone killed on their own free will um, can kill another person. Oh, that it has guy, nothing to do with music, right? That guy pretty much uh, is gonna made yeah. my point for me. Dude, Harms yeah. was sentenced to twenty years in prison in two thousand nine. That's what he deserves. How, how many people did he kill? Three, I think. Right. Was it three? Three classmates? Or? With a sword. With a samurai sword. That was it sucks, three, though? Fuck, dude. He no, was, I mean, that's a shitty he death. Slashed but... through, he just slashed through veins, basically. He just it actually doesn't say how many people. It just says killed classmates and workers. It doesn't actually say how many people. In it's South not very Af- descriptive. In South Africa. In South Africa. But yeah, man, again, goes back to... Again, it's just putting blame on music. There's crazy people out there just because they listen to metal, man. There's plenty of crazy people listening to other things. Wow, that was bad. That's going to come over the air, too. That's coming over the air, dude. That was bad. 
What if he had thunder and lightning still? <laughs> Dude, that. What the fuck? One more. We got one we more. Got? Before, we got one more. Before Doug shits himself into oblivion. You mean thunder? Thunder pants? When the thunder rolls. Lightning strikes. Number 10. Anne Maguire murdered by heavy metal loner. At least according to the tabloids. For the tabloids. <laughs> One of the most recent attempts to link heavy metal music came after the murder of 61-year-old lead school teacher Anne McGuire on the 28th of April, 2014, in the United Kingdom. Well, this is actually somewhat recent. All right. Apparently, McGuire was stabbed seven times by 15-year-old student William Cornick. He was subsequently sentenced to life in prison and must serve at least 20 years before he's eligible for parole. While there's no evidence to back up, if any certainty has no real mention, uh, was made during the court hearings, many newspapers and tabloids in the weeks after did their best to push the heavy metal might be the res- might be responsible for the angle, with claims that classmates have described Cornick as a loner who was obsessed with heavy metal music and whose Facebook profile picture was an image of the Grim Reaper and a Godsmack tattoo. I just made that up. I was going to say, you fuck. That is hilarious. The Grim Reaper. But the Godsmack tattoo, I feel all my brothers out there with a Godsmack tattoo, I hope you're all right. Fucking Sun Tribal Kid. Sun Tribal Kid. Hope you're doing all right. (laughs) Hope you're surviving the world. But seriously, uh, Cornick... Uh, he did appeal against the sentence, but it was denied. And he, the good news is, he can reappeal in 2034. So we're looking out for you, kid. Hopefully, 2034 is looking up. Yeah, look, just keep fucking paying attention to the new fucking Burzum album, kid. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that whole thing. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I, you didn't miss much. Someone got basically blamed. someone yeah. murdered someone because they hated them and they blamed Basi- metal. Basically, they blame it on metal because he had a fucking Grim Reaper profile picture. Oh. Somehow that's associated with heavy metal. Ah. Again, dude, uh, it's, just pointing fucking fingers, uh, it, stupid shit. It's funny, wasn't Fade to Black Metallica blamed on a few suicides? Yeah, man. Yeah, there's this this a lot more than that's in that there's, list. But I mean, um, what it boils down to is just it, it's it's not the music. It's not. It's I it's agree. it's gonna be the 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 mentality of the person, Correct. the personality. There's so many other aspects that go into it. And people are just looking for the scapegoat. Right, scapegoat is there, and it sucks. Yeah, like we get fucking, we, we get we get thrown under the bus for literally no reason. When honestly, when I'm depressed, and I listen to depressing music, it brings me up <laughs> instead of bringing me down. It's uplifting. Yeah. If I listen, you know, to and s- that's not my brother. Even it's he's not even metal man. He's not even a metal dude. But he listens to depressing like shit that makes me want to kill myself. Madonna. Yeah, and, whatever. Yeah. Like fucking Coldplay or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of great myself. examples. Once you said Coldplay, I wonder something. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I mean that that gets him Most through hard times, man. And that's yeah. that's that's the whole thing, man. Like when you break up with somebody, you listen to like shitty love tunes, and all of a sudden everything you know, makes sense to you. Right. It's like wow. I never heard this before. You relate this, to it. This makes it, it sense in my life right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like the song Self-Esteem by Offspring. You talked about Offspring earlier, right? Yeah. Don't, don't get me hard. That brings me back, you know, yeah. because I was with the, in a relationship and there's a there's a verse. I think it's the second verse in it where you're talking about how she come over drunk. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I don't care stuff. what you guys say. But and my this... ex-girlfriend used to do that, dude, because she, you know, wanted to have sex drunk. So she'd come over my house, literally, just to get late. Did you wait till 2 a.m. and turn up the light, though? I did. In the song. And it was usually like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. It was it was definitely late. Hey, what about the second album, though, after that, where he, his, it was his wife or Each something? Each day on the ombre? It passed away. It's oh, like dude, Gone album, Away yeah. is still like Gone one Away of is brutal. That song, every time I hear it, it's still, it still rips my heart every fucking time I hear it. But it's really like their fourth album. Uh, third. No, because no, they, no. they had Offspring, Ignition. The ignition. What was, there was one more other one, right? Smash. But there's one more. So Smash was two. Ignition was one. No, no, no. Smash was three. What was before? There was Smash. The Offspring. They're like the self title. Oh, the Offspring, Ignition. So you're right. It was four. It was like their fourth Ignition the Army was number four. I don't mean, uh, you know, I gotta be fucking... No, way. You know. anyway. You're right. You're right. It, 
Sorry. I know the song you're talking about, though. I know it just by your beautiful voice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I'll be here all week. Yeah. Somebody's really drunk. All right. So on that note, uh, you have next segment title. Oh, I'd Jesus. Like to, I'd like to talk about that next segment title. We have like two. I got two. No, it's, we're going to do it in we one, fucking... but I like how you labeled it. You're going to label it as... Well, we got the fucking Vintage Run Metal, and then we got... No, we got... The what the seg- fuck are you listening to? It's called What the Fuck Are You Listening To? Exactly. Well, what That's the fuck the you title. listening to is going to take no time. That's going to take... Oh, honestly, this is going to... The whole Jesus. thing should be, what the fuck are you listening to? Well, this is more just like maybe five minutes of news. It's almost like MTV News. So just start reading the fucker, man. So that's it. This is our new segment entwined with the Metal Mysteries. It's what the fuck are you listening to? Yeah, so that's... Plus other things. Well, geez, geez, let's just let's just ease into it. You I, know what I mean? Just like, I, we can't go full fucking... Full, full balls, you know? Uh, so first off... Um, Violence has reunited. Yeah, which is fantastic. They played a few dates. I think it went pretty good. California and, yeah, sold out every show. Yeah, so and now they're. I think they're playing New York. They're playing some. Yeah, other, in November, which yeah. I will be at. If they don't, for some reason, do a Boston show, I will be at. The yeah, I'll, show. I'll, is I'll, that featuring Rob Flynn? No, no, Rob Flynn. Get the fuck out of here! But it's demo. Demo and fucking... Oh, cool. Uh, that's cool, that's cool. Rob Flynn said he won't right play now. Violence unless they no, play the video no. at the end of the show. Violence said they won't play Rob Flynn. Probably, yeah. <laughs> There's a good chance so, of that. So they're coming to a town Sean near Gillian, you. Sean Gillian, that's it. Sean you might Gillian. have to travel, but um, they're coming to a town near you. and it. Yeah, they play Full Terror Assault, too, which is a Midwest oh, uh, yeah. open-air festival. Honestly, I think... Which needs more love, which I, we should connect with, as a matter of fact. I think they're going to do well, and then... Go from there and start kind of poking around more. Like remember, like Demolition Hammer. It's like, oh, we better go to New York because they're never gonna play. And then all of a sudden, they yeah, play, and I've seen they're them playing like, every festival since. And I, and I think I've seen them a good eight times since. So yeah, yeah. So it's like you, you almost want to like double down. It's like I better go just in case. But then know? there's again bands that have reunited that I haven't seen yet, like Evil Dead, for instance. It, it, you know? and, it, it will, and for me, it's atrophy. I know you saw them at yeah, MDF I saw one, one time. Yeah. So it's like you kind of got to just. You know, smoke them, smoke them while you got them, kind of thing. Yeah. Smoke, so their 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 current smoke, members smoke. are Phil Demo. <laughs> their current members are Phil Demo, which was who was with them early. Uh, Dean Dell bass was with them early. Sean Killian was their main vocalist. Perry Strickland again with them early, and uh, Ray Vegas, who joined them in '91 through '94, 2001 and 2019 through mm. present. So, yeah, so everybody it's, after it's pretty much somebody's been in the band for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, Flynn was in the band from 87 to 92, so I'm guessing that Ray Vegas replaced them. So, that being said, Possessed um, has released, they dropped their first album, and obviously their first 20, 20 30 years. Uh, thir- 32 years. Something like that, yeah. Uh, the last album they dropped was in 87, The Eyes of Horror, and um, Jeff Becerra? Yeah. Um, is pretty much the only original member. No, he is the only original he, member. Yeah. No, pretty much, he is. There, yeah. there was another guy, I can't remember his name, in like the mid-90s that tried to revive them. Lasted two, three years. That was it. And then, and then they went dormant until Jeff kind of um, reincarnated the band sure. in like the, maybe 2007, 2008, playing you know, small shows here and there. And they're actually going to be playing QDF, uh, Quebec Death Fest. Yeah, I saw him actually which, last summer. Where did you see them? I saw them in uh, New York at the, uh, the, oh, the New York Death Metal uh, That's festival. right. With, I forget what it was called exactly, but... Uh, n- it was in Poughkeepsie, though. Yes. Poughkeepsie, New York. I just remember Whiplash played. Whiplash did play. And I was yeah. bummed yep, that yep. I missed that. But yeah, so that's... Um, so just came re- out a new album, by the way, which I haven't listened to. Yeah, or, Revelation... Or are they coming out with a new album? I think that's already dropped, the whole album. It? I gotta check uh, out. Revelations of Oblivion, they dropped the first two... Um, no More Room in Hell and uh, Shadow Cult. And these are the first two new songs since 1987, mm-hmm. since the uh, the Eyes of Horror EP, which is pretty exciting. And actually... Um, I heard it's pretty good, too. I just haven't listened to it. Well, the single they dropped. I, I like the songs a lot, but my only beef with some newer... Not, not them specifically, but they kind of follow that criteria, but it's like I call them... Shooter McGavin lyrics, yeah, of course. Where it's just very rhymey, like I'm gonna sit which, on the say and fit in the. Which they've always done, though. That's just their style. That's just their style too. 
But for musically, um, I re-listened to the first two uh, today for the first time in maybe like a month or since they, they first dropped them, and they're they're pretty fucking good. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I haven't listened to it. I'll be honest. I, I I definitely recommend them. I'm pretty sure the whole album has dropped, but uh, but on that same vi- in the same vein, uh, Sacred Reich um, dropped one song off. I don't know if it's an upcoming album or just an EP I or what. But I didn't even know that. Don't do a Donnie. You haven't heard do, don't no. do a Donnie. How does it sound? I oh. love it. It's great. Don't do a Donnie. Yeah. It's, don't do it. At first, the first time I heard it, I hated it. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What dude, am I listening to? Perfect sense. Like, but, it's... but then the second time I heard it, dude, it 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 it, it, it grows on you. It's yeah. one of those yeah, kind of songs. It, it's, it's it's so good. you've both heard. I haven't. Oh, I didn't yeah, even know. Awesome. I, I, I was I, unaware. I've been out, I've been off the grid for a couple weeks. Oh, well, so. you're hearing like fucking. Dude, it's great. Come yeah, on. I'll listen to it after a week. Yeah. No, you'll hear in a week when we play him, when we see him live. Yeah, you think they'll play it? We'll see what oh, happens. Oh, of course. They're, they're going to open with that shit. Yeah, yeah. Especially at once. So they're playing um, close by in a very small venue where I just saw Skeleton Witch. And there's a lot of energy, very small place. and mm. That's going to be fantastic. Dude, them and Iron Reagan, dude, they're going to play. They're, they're going to burn the place to the ground. It'll be a crazy weekend. Especially on a, a weekend night, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. It's not like well, it's a Sunday, re- Sunday night, though. Oh, that one is Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday's overkill. Okay. Don't do it, Donnie. Don't do it. <laughs> Dude, it, it's very, uh, it's very sacred, right? Very political. It's, it's super sacred, right? And yeah. just, but it's a little more, um, uh, punk, P- punk. Uh, yeah, which, which I understand because if you listen to their later records, that makes a little more sense. Like, yeah. So that, all right. So that's that's a good point. That's the first song I think they've dropped since Heal, which came out in ninety six. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's been a while. Um. Kevin, I just want to talk to you because you have me and you are the only ones who listen to it, and you haven't been talking much, so I got to bring you into this. I'm on a Marth record. What do you think of it? New Berserker. I'm on a Marth. It's called Berserker. What do you think? So I I know we I know we have different views on it, but I I enjoyed it because I think it's different from what they've done in the past, not necessarily what they've done in the last couple of years, but it's it's definitely a lot different from the '90s records, and. I I enjoy it. You can't you can't drink my shit, dude. Grab your own damn beer. I, I get yelled I, at if I get up to get a beer. Go grab a beer. No, it's fine. I already did fine. it. It's fine. I feel like the last couple records have been boring as fuck. Um, I like it because it sounds a little more traditional metal, and I, I think it's hard to define that, but it still has the hooks of, of Mona Marth, but it sounds like it just... Oh, that's awful. Why would you pull that out of the fridge? Nobody wants to look at fucking Hillman's mayonnaise. Dude, I'm gonna puke. Can you put that back in the fridge? Come on, motherfuck! It's just awful. Um, and not the record. I'm talking about Hellman's mayonnaise. It's terrible. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna puke in my mouth. Yeah, it's uh, I I like the record because it's a little different. Again, sounds a little more traditional metal. The melody, I think it's more melodic, but it still has some of those Amonamarth hooks, period. I'm done. Yeah, for me, I thought it was all right. I mean, like, I thought it had some good songs. I definitely think it's better than the last few records, but still kind of monotonous and boring. I think they kind of phoned it in. Kind of pulled the Slayer on everybody, Ooh. and I think that's that's basically how I feel about it. But that's all. I just wanted to bring it up. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. They're still putting stuff out there. I think that's the important thing. Um I, I don't think they put out the same exact record as the last one. And I was actually, not going to lie, I was kind of not, I didn't really give a shit about the new record. And then I heard it and I'm like, fuck, I was working out downstairs. And I'm like, well, this is actually pretty good. But I was actually expecting another, um, was it Twilight? No, I would say Deceiver. Twilight I thought was pretty good. But yeah, maybe. I mean, it depends what you, you like. Know, but that's what I'm saying. I was yeah. expecting another... Just straightforward Amona Mark. Oh, I got you, I got you. What they've been doing for the last 10 years. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to have more just alternate picking, and it's going to be double bass. Great. And, you know, but it, it, it's good. I, I feel like that's why I like this, because it's a little bit more of a mix. No, I get it. Other than that, for new albums, I can't, I honestly can't think of anything that's really, other than like um, Spirit Adrift. Yeah, got a new record coming out. Um, Crypt Sermon's got a new record coming out. They haven't released anything yet, uh, and I'm I'm big into the fucking retro sound of Sabbath, so um, I'm all about that. Um, what's the band Circle? Something Circle? Oh, uh, Magic Circle. Magic Circle. Yeah, dude, Magic Circle's new album is killer. But you got to be into that shit. If you're not into like 
the retro 70s metal sound. So, <laughs> You know what cracks me up, though? A friend of ours, he he's like, Tony Martin is the only Sabbath. Yes. And then maybe Dio. And that's it. But then he's like, his number one favorite band is like Summerlands, who is like a total throwback to like Aussie Sabbath. Yeah. I'm like, huh? Where, where do you... Like, Who is this guy? I want to meet him. No, you've met him. I can't uh, say his name. Uh, he, 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 It's like the hipster. He's got a large dome. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, All right. You know who it is. <laughs> but, so it just cracks me up. So we do agree on something. Who You and him? Yeah. I love... Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. We don't agree entirely. No, but we like, agree that I do love... We could but talk. He, he will not listen to Sabbath. I mean, Ozzy. Oh, well, that's just stupid. You era, that's stupid. Sabbath. Yeah, no, that's stupid. You Only can't. Tony Martin or Dio. But no, then when there it comes is to no like music, all of a sudden I love a yeah, band that's no. not just like the. But it, I, just, I will. I, the only thing I will say is that people, you need to listen to fucking Tony Martin era, and it's not even Sabbath. Let's not call it Black Sabbath because I'll give you. I will educate. This is Metal Sponge giving you some education metal right sponge, now. Sponge hashtag Metal Sponge uh, hashtag Metal Sponge. So here's the thing. So when Tony Martin joined Black Sabbath, it wasn't even supposed to be Black Sabbath. It was actually supposed to be uh, Tony Iommi's um, solo project. his solo project. Yep. And the label said, "Fuck you! If you want to maintain a, you know, if you want to actually have a label stand behind you, you're gonna call this Black Sabbath because the, the, where the money was, it wasn't in Tony Iommi. The money was in Black Sabbath's name. The the best part was Tony uh, Tony Martin." Uh, he could actually sing just like Dio and Ozzy combined. The motherfucker could sing both eras perfectly. He just happened, not only that, but he's the second longest lasting Black Sabbath singer. What about Keenan Allen? Who? Keenan Allen. Keenan? Like Keenan and Kel? Keenan Allen? No, Keenan Allen. Dude, 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 he did one album. One, one album. Yeah, he did one you album. Dude, he fucked off. Fuck you guys and your hate for Born Again, okay? I love There's Born no Again. Hate, but I'm just There's saying, no he's making no. a point that, like, Keith Gilliam was in the. I'm not Gilliam. Now you got me fucked yeah. up. <laughs> Tony Martin was in the band for longer than any other singer aside from Ozzy okay. Osbourne. Yeah. That's I all just, he was saying. Just, we, we're not knocking I'm Gilliam. Just, I'm just trying to give some fucking love for Born Again. Ian Gillen, don't throw us off, Doug. You're th- I'm on a good course right now. And you're calling me You got me all fucked up. Stop cock blocking me, all right? Stop oh, Ian Galan cock blocking. We all love Born Again. We do, all right? And we know that Danzig ripped off a fucking riff. I'm hashtag trashed. Hashtag Born Again. Yeah, he did. Zero the Hero and... What was that? Girl? Under the black. Under her black. Her black wings. Totally ripped it off. Yeah. Continue, sir. It's fine. I've been drinking. It's fine. It's totally fine. We all know that Led Zeppelin's done it, and it's totally fine that Danzig did it. It's all right. It's all right. It's all in the name of heavy metal. Uh, yeah, so you guys got to listen to Tony Martin's version of the Sabbath era. Basically, Tony Iommi had to use the name. It's not Black Sabbath. We know, you know, we know that fucking Ozzy Osbourne is Black Sabbath along with the other three dudes. We totally get it. But... If you want to listen to three awesome metal records, or maybe four or five, he was on a bunch, and I could go on all night about it. But if you want to listen to the three prime albums, you need to listen to Eternal Idol from Black Sabbath. You need to listen to um, The Headless Cross, and I call it TYR, and Marco calls it Tear. I, I, I know Tear as well. Those three albums are fucking prime metal and they're awesome and they're Tony Iommi's music and it's Black Sabbath they're all listening under Black Sabbath but they're fucking awesome listen to them Tony in Tony Martin's voice he sounds like Dio but he can do certain ranges that Dio couldn't even do the dude he's still around too his his band's called the Headless Cross um Tony Martin's a beast he can do some awesome shit uh and he did two other albums with Black Sabbath but that's when they kind of faded out I forget the seventh other... star no seventh star was not him that was actually another dude from deep purple oh, was it? yeah that was um the bass player from deep purple that was um um do 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 fuck what's his name yeah i forget the bass player's name but yeah that was the that was the bass player from deep purple so They've had two members of Deep Purple singing for Black Sabbath. See? Again, I just know random I, shit. I, I, I know, dude. Yeah. Metal Sponge taught me something new. Yeah. Once again. 
Yep. Um, so, yeah, Born Again was the singer of Deep Purple, um, um, Ian Gillen, and then Seventh Star was... Seventh Star was the actual... He was the bass player of Deep Purple that sang on that album. And then and then from there on, when you had Eternal Idol, Eternal Idol on until the mid-90s was uh, Tony Martin and... Then Ozzy came back in the early 90s, and then hence, like for us, when I saw Ozzy Osbourne at um, OzFest with Doug, that's when we had the original Black Sabbath lineup back together again. Was it 98? Yeah, so basically Tony Martin was in the band until the early 90s. It's so weird to think about. There's one last album called Forbidden with Tony Martin, and the the album artwork's sick because it's a Grim Reaper on the cover. But the bad part is the the real the album got a bad rap because one song features Ice T from Body Count. So everybody said it's the shittiest album because of that. But people have also said the entire album is awesome. Mark will probably would like it. Is that the one that looks but, like a Blue Oyster Cult album cover? Yeah, it's like like a yeah. But people have said it's an awesome fucking metal record. Do, for are you familiar with this? I don't know what one was talking it's about. It's called Forbidden from Black. Okay, Saturday. yeah, I've heard of it. But Glenn Hughes. By the way, Glenn Hughes. Glenn Hughes, Bas- the, the vocalist. Yeah. Glenn Glenn Hughes, the vocalist of the album on the album Seven Star, but Glenn Hughes is also the bass player of Deep Purple. Cool. It's amazing how many people Black Sabbath have, have has filtered had, through. Well, just have, have had in their repertoire. And I'm, I'm sorry the for the past. random shit, but I will tell you that the original lineup of Black Sabbath was on the Ian Gillen album for Born Again, and. The crazy part is throughout the years of Black Sabbath with Tony Martin on vocals, he also they also had they didn't play on the albums per se, but live he without a doubt had once or twice he actually had Geezer Butler on bass and he had um, Bill Ward on drums at one time or another filling in live. Hmm. So at one point there was three quarters of the original Black Sabbath line within the Tony Martin vocals between 1987 and 1991. Didn't Bill Ward have like a heart attack really young? Yeah, it was, like a kind of, it was all the coke. All the coke, yeah, because they had like a coke budget, like in those first few albums. Of That's coke. why after 1980, on the yeah, on Heaven and Hell, he kind of started to back out, is because he was already having troubles anyway, health wise. Dude, but, yeah, I mean they had like a ridiculous coke. Because he budget. had trouble, so he like played on Heaven and Hell, then he backed out, then he came back for 1983. He came back for um, Born Again. Yep, and then he backed out. Yes, and then he came back, but just to play live, he played live to fill in for. So the cool part was uh, Causey Powell, who played drums for Dio and played drums for Rainbow. Did he really see pass away? He did die. Yeah, yeah. Cozy Powell was like a nasty drummer. Cozy Powell played for um, uh, Rainbow Dio, and then he also played for the majority of the Tony Martin era. He played on two of the records of the Tony Martin Black Sabbath oh. era. I know I'm. Dude, the random Rudy yeah, Sarzio, you, you, Rudy Sarzio, who played bass for. Dio, Ozzy. Sarzo. Sarzo. Quiet Ride. Rudy Sarzo, yep. Quiet Ride. Sarzo on their biggest album. Where are you reading this from? I just, I just, are there Cliff... No, dude. This is my mind. I know. It's all in my head. <laughs> nah, that's Metal Sponge. It's, it's crazy shit. But those... He was that's on... That's why we keep you around. He was in a couple of the Sabbath records, too, in, during that era. I didn't so, know. Tony Iommi... Tony Iommi... Yeah, Tony Iommi was... Like, Tony Iommi was picking all the best musicians to play with. Yeah, him. I mean, dude, I mean, like, Sar- Sarzo was on, like, uh, what, the Black... Uh, I mean, the Ozzy Osbourne records, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was on uh, Quiet Rat, like I said. But I had no idea, Ben. Didn't know. He yep. Sabbath. I had no idea. Probably because those albums were successful. As, as successful. They were in platinum records like those other ones. He was yeah, on. That's of course. What it was. That's why I never heard about it myself. What else we got? We good? Is there anything else you guys want to cover? Uh, there's just a few things. Just upcoming tours, which might take a couple minutes. Nothing crazy. All right. Uh, Overkill Death Angels coming around, which yeah. which will be a good one. I know you guys just started up. They, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, that's a newer one. Are you guys part of the pack? Yeah, I'm going to two of those shows. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I'm going upstate New York to see one show. I mean, it's more to hang out with people I know, too. I mean, I've seen Overkill a thousand fucking times, so... No, but it's it's just more seeing Bobby naked on stage. Well, that, too. Anything. Yeah, shirtless. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm telling you, you didn't even realize he's, like, slowly stripping naked. He just turned 60. Yeah, he did. I Literally, like, yesterday. Dude, yeah. fucking Bobby Blitzman, he's, he's fought all the odds between... Cancer. Cancer and... You. 
Mais, mais, <laughs> yeah, man, cancer and I mean, this this month of general for shows is going to be busy. I mean, you got that, you got the Sacred Reich show, you got Dark Funeral later in the month, and you got Deicide later in the month. Britney Spears, yeah, which are four different tours going on. If you guys so. want to check those out, look up those four bands. Plenty of tour, and then know, we got a lo- all different types of music too. A local ish er er mer show, Justin um, Timberlake. High Spirits and uh, Savage Master at Ralph's um, in a couple of weeks. Which, uh, so High Spirits is Chris Black from the old school. Pharaoh. Well, Dawnbringer originally. Dawnbringer. Vocalist and guitarist are Dawnbringer, but now pretty much the drummer for. Doug just for found Pharaoh. out that he was <laughs> the drummer for Pharaoh. You, you knew so long, didn't you? you I fuck. did. I had no fucking clue. You did. For I, me, he was my idol in Pharaoh. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. You, did you know him? You knew him as... Yeah, I knew both. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, I'm like... He, you didn't get the connection? Well, how the fuck would I? He was a vocalist and guitarist for one amazing band, and then went to play drums for another? Yeah, it's because Like, completely like different genre? Like, like, I go down black fucking holes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's your... Yeah. I was it, like, oh, I just... I assumed. I'm sorry, I assumed. I shouldn't have assumed. Yeah, I know. You know what they say about assuming shit, you know what I mean? I know. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, like Argo mentioned, um, Apologies. Funeral. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Tim you know, is a whole other ball game, but I've never seen one Chris Black post sent to me. Uh, so yeah, Deicide, Origin, Jungarot, and Absence, Ooh. which I'm super excited about. Uh, right, right in uh, our backyard over in Jewel, Manchester. Yeah, not really my backyard, more Kevin's backyard. Well, anything in the tri-state area, kind of. You know what I mean? It's not like we don't live in the tri-state area. Stay out of my. It's not backyard. fucking like nine hours to New York, so it's 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 local. The tri-state area is Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Club Jewel represent. I will New stand Hampshire. you in front of Kevin. <laughs> so, and one other thing, it's about time there's some fucking metal coming to New Hampshire. Iluvaiti. Yeah. Iluvaiti. When are they coming to New Hampshire? And not. Capricani. Well, you might have to go to Boston. Capricani. <sighs> Disappointment. Yeah. But that's that's Always. another that's another big April May tour. Yeah, and obviously MDF. MDF Maryland Q- Death Fest is happening. Maryland Death Fest, you get fucking unanimated, which I'm psyched about. Which is happening in a few weeks. Yeah, which is... I didn't realize how close it was until a calendar a couple days ago. But unanimated, uh, Messiah, uh, Pestilence, Benediction, Tormentor, and now Gafar. There, and a hundred other bands, DRI, Chromags, uh, Convor AD. You would think you in it. the amount of fucking money that these two knuckleheads spend on fucking shows, they're like millionaires. They fucking spend all sorts of money. They travel. Talk about to us. All these shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you too. Knuckleheads. knuckleheads. You Who think so? But we spend our money on the shows. So how are we gonna? They be are. Millionaires? Well, when you're paying like fucking eight bucks a beer, fucking abroad. These like, guys the are just rolling in cash <laughs> to go see all these shows. So all you bands out there, you need to support the Vintage Burn podcast because these guys are spending hundreds of thousands of millions of pennies. Of, of pennies. <laughs> On your shows. <laughs> Seriously. Marco's... I'm, he's starting to sell himself out in the street corners just uh, to be able to go... Whoa. Ahead. Not starting. I've done, been doing it for a while. <laughs> One last thing before we go. Two things, actually. New path coming soon. Maybe. New path? New path? New O-Path. O-Path. Oh, oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, I but just got an erection. No, no, no. More importantly... No. Tim Capello... In his fucking saxophone <laughs> tour. No, dude, I'm, re- I'm Dude, I, I love joke, Tim. But I, I love Tim Capello. I'm pretty sure he was my first man boner as a if kid. If I could get Tim, many. if if Tim Capello could play in the next Opeth record, I would fucking <laughs> die happy. Dude, it's nostalgic. Uh, I don't even know. It's like it's not even nostalgic. No, I don't like, even know what I could say. Yeah, that. yeah. So. Um, those are two exciting things to look for album wise in the future. Fuck Tool, fuck... Fuck Tool. Dude, I don't care about the... No. Tool is like, we're coming out with a new record. The The worst part is, speaking of Opeth, the drummer of Opeth left Opeth to start a band that sounds just like Tool, and they're better than Tool. But they're in Sweden, and nobody knows about them because people are idiots. Mm. They sound better than Tool. They're more technical than Tool. Tool are fucking dead. Nobody gives a shit. They're like, no, we so have a new riff. We're going to release Dude, 30 seconds to the public, and everyone is going to go into mass panic. Can and, you- Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because it drives oh, me shit out. Oh, retarded. I don't give a fuck about Tool anymore. And if they release... Marcos, look at... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't see him, but the face and the eyes and the fucking... 
We're, we're done. We're hey, done tool heads. I'm not even a tool fan, but yeah. you guys are fucking completely wrong on that. But whoa, wait, wait, wait. there's like what? so many tool fans. Tools so much bigger than any band we ever talk about. In yeah, their lives. and they're all fucking tools, and they just sit around yeah, waiting tool. for an album. Yeah, you fucking that's happen. Your, that's, I love tool. I love old tool. I don't care for tool. I never care for tool. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, but. There is. They have a huge fucking fan base. I'm not gonna sit around and beat off over a 30 second. Well, clip but you're after not. Ten you're, fucking years. You're not a pure Tool fan. Sorry, I'll right. try harder. You I don't have to try we're... harder, but uh, I'm just yeah, saying. See? You, yeah, got, but, you guys aren't tapping into like the Tool fan base, man. They, they have a huge. No, huge, but you huge haven't. Huge you haven't base. tapped into the fan base of Sewing. Oh, yeah, the fan base of Soen can't sell out a 20,000-seat arena like because, Tool did like last no, year. No, but that's because Soen's from Sweden. <laughs> that's not, fine. But, but, but they're not from America. But but still. If Soen, I'm, I'm just telling you, if Soen were as big, if Soen put themselves out there like they did in, in, they would, honestly, they would eat up the American crowd. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I, I get it. But I don't like, think Martin Lopez wants. It's the nostalgia. Aspect. I don't think Martin Lopez gives a fuck to come to America. But Tool's one of those bands that have established themselves and being one of those bands that literally don't have to release an album for 20 years and still can sell it an arena. You but know? even even the singer, Manny James Keenan's like, he's no. like, fuck this band. He, sure, he's, he's sure. Said it. He's and like, he's done like two other bands aside from that. But, I think a perfect circle's better. But look, look, Tool. I'm not defending Tool in any... I just think you guys are underestimating Tool fans. I gotta pee uh, so fucking bad, but it, it, it's just... it The whole Tool thing, I understand if you like them, but it's just what's with the little fucking cock teases every no, but fucking they are, two or three years. Tool fans still be like, they'll, they'll like eat you up like... Tool's the greatest band in the world, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, they're not. Just relax. They're kind of around you Opeth fans. Yeah, but at least Opeth is more, like, consistent. Well, they release more shit, but they're still douchebags. Well, well I am a douchebag. <laughs> you're not wrong. He was waiting for my reaction. Hey, look, Ben, I don't care either way. But I, I'm just saying, they have a large I, fan base. I'm still going. <laughs> On that note... Uh, we gotta end this. This is just getting yeah. Ugly. It's gone. It's gone on. It's gone on a long time. All right, uh, vintage burn podcast at gmail.com. Please send us any messages. Tell us about what you like, what you don't like. Maybe you don't like hearing Doug's uh, bodily fluids in the background. Maybe you don't want to hear us talk too much about Tool or Opeth. That's fine. Just cunts. give us your yeah or cunts. <laughs> just give us your opinion. Uh, but please like, subscribe on Apple Music. Podbean and Google Play. All of the likes that we get will help us be on the forefront of podcasting. And again, we want to be upfront for the metal genre. Instagram. It would be helpful. Did you? Did you? I wash politely, your hands. I politely ran the water to make it seem like I washed my hands. I just <laughs> wanted to get the, the Instagram plug in. Oh, and I can't forget Doug's dirty Instagram. It's all of ours. It's all of ours. All right. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Yes, we're on all of your socials. So, follow us, like us, stalk us. Hate us. Hate us, love us. And a shout out to our brother in Ireland, who's probably eight, nine hours now. Might be sleeping. Keep record music. Follow his shit. Great. Love ya. Alondro. Let's be you Thank you.